Hey guys, uh, David Lindsay here. I'm going to do you a uh, quick Oklahoma City Thunder game recap from this weekend. Um, hope you guys are doing okay. Uh, just wanted to go over my thoughts about the games. Uh, two games, Portland and the Clippers. Obviously, Portland, uh, the overtime game on the road that they uh, came out on top. And then the Clippers game last night, a tough back-to-back against a streaking Clippers team that um, they came up a little short. But I uh, just wanted to go over my thoughts, uh, give you a little insight of what you know I was thinking, my my initial reaction to a uh, tough back to back and w- what's going to look what it's going to look like for the Thunder going forward because they have a tough game in Utah uh, on Monday night even though Utah just lost to Memphis but Utah's a tough place to play basketball and it's going to be a big game for the Thunder but there's a lot to talk about it with these past two games and um I'll first I'll start out with Portland um you know I thought the Thunder played really well um in obviously Dame Lillard had 51 points. It's not ideal, and they shot 47 free throws. Um, but all in all, I mean, they've been kind of struggling. So it was nice to see the defense get ramped up in overtime. Obviously, the loss of Yusuf Durkic for the Portland Trailblazers hurts Portland, and we got to the rim. Russell Westbrook was phenomenal. Uh, other than the eight turnovers, he really, I mean, his jump shot is looking a little bit more reminiscent of what we saw in the MVP season where he shot about, I don't know, 44, 45%. He's starting to get his feet back under him, I think, a little bit. And I think he's starting to look healthier because he's been banged up a lot this season. Um, so they came out in the first quarter. They, they had a one-point lead at, after the end of one. And you know what? Um, Steven Adams, despite all his struggles, he's been, he, he looks a little beat up to me too, by the way. Um, he, he's just a fighter, man. And... and this was a this was a hard nosed basketball game. Both teams don't like each other, um, and for that intensity, the Thunder really came out and played played good. They got up for this one. They just got blown out in Minneapolis, um, and and a lot of people were going, "Oh, here we go again against the Portland Trailblazers." A good, a really good basketball team has been playing well, um, but they played hard. They played for forty eight minutes. Um, the end of the game, I'll talk about that in a little bit, was, I mean, mind-boggling. I don't really know what to say about it. It drove me crazy. But <clears throat> let's let's start in the first first quarter. Uh, Thunder played well coming out of the gate. Um, they had a few empty possessions towards the end of the quarter. But my biggest thing was when Deuce of Durkic was in the game, uh, Portland was a little bit of a different team. Uh, when, when they put Ennis Kanner in, I love him. He was, you know, Thunder hero, but... They would attack the rim at him, and, and then they got downhill. Uh, Paul George didn't have a particularly great shooting night, uh, 7-23, but I thought he played particular. I thought he played well. Um, he looked more like Paul George tonight than he has, than he did in Minnesota, and then he had in, in the Denver game. I guess that's the last game he played before he got hurt. And he's a key. I mean, the offense is just – the offense was stagnant without him. Um, it's just a different team with when he's in the lineup. Obviously, he's an MVP candidate legitimately um, for that reason. And Russell Westbrook, I mean, I can't say enough about how he played. 14-28 uh, and 28 from the field, 37 points. I mean, great game from him. Um, you know, and I think this is an important win for the Thunder because they've been kind of reeling. Um, and they needed to get a confidence booster going forward. And I think that's what it was. Um, tough overtime win against a division opponent, and it went into overtime. Um, I thought Oklahoma City played pretty well in the first half. They were down fourth at the break. But um, 
I mean, Dame Lillard was 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 spectacular. I mean, the guy goes <clears throat> fifteen and twenty eight, drops fifty one points. He shot twenty three throws instead of Paul George. The the refing in this game was a little questionable in my opinion. Uh, whistles. Uh, the referees had a heavy hand, calling a lot of you know ticky tech fouls. Um, but all in all, uh, Portland didn't shoot well from downtown. That that helped the Thunder significantly. Uh, I mean, the Thunder. The Thunder didn't shoot it great from downtown either, but Portland's more lives and dies by the three than I think the Thunder do, particularly because um, you got two gunslingers in the backcourt, and McCollum and Lillard. So they got going, and um, the Thunder played really well in the third quarter. Uh, they took the lead, uh, held on to it going into the fourth, and they and then they, they came out of the th- fourth quarter, and they, and they played well. They got up about eight points, and then the Lillard show began. He started hitting deep threes on us, and... Um, you know, when when a guy gets in a rhythm like that and he's making, you know, 30-footers, you, you can't do much about it. But, you know, I didn't think he would – I mean, we he they ran a lot of screens with Nurkic and we had to pop up a lot on him. But I didn't think we particularly defended him poorly. I just thought, you know, he, it's a guy when he when he's on, Lillard's one of the best in the, in the league. And then, and then let's talk about the end of the game because I know everybody's waiting for that. <laughs> I mean, what the heck happened? So – for context, so Paul George drives a lane, and he does a little wraparound move, and he and I believe it was not intentional. He hit Nurkic right in the face, whom obviously Nurkic and the Thunder have a bit of a reputation. You saw Nurkic, whether he intentionally tripped him or not, I can't really tell. And then Westbrook put him on his butt. Um, it was it was a testy game between the Thunder and Nurkic, and um, I mean it's testy every time they. They play. Remember the, the the why not Westbrook tweet about him tweeting that. But the Thunder swept the Portland Trailblazers, so he didn't really have an answer for that. But back to the end of the game. So Paul George drives to the, the cup, elbows uh, backwards into uh, Nurkic, and um, and it's not called. Nurkic goes down hard, um, and then in, Paul George missed a layup, but Terrence Ferguson got a cleanup bucket to put him up two with about nine seconds left. And this is just the beginning of of the, the craziness. So they go back to review the call, call on the court. Now, it was an unintentional. Um, they actually came back today, or yesterday, excuse me, and changed in the last two-minute report, which I think is stupid. I mean, the last two-minute report doesn't make anyone happy, you know. Uh, you've lost the game. That call would have been obviously important, but who's that helping, you know? Um, so, and then and then Portland comes down the floor, and... They contest a, a tough Lillard, you know, 15-foot wing jump shot. And and he um, he, he missed everything. But Nurkic, it looked like offensive interference. He didn't call it. He got the rebound and then got hacked by a down low by either Adams or, or um, Grant, I believe, or George. And then him and George were, got into it, uh, scuffled. Um, got head-to-head, actually, at one point. And then the... Rest broke it up. We had about a, it felt like a five minute delay, um, <laughs> and Nurkic got ejected. So the Thunder get to pick who who the next free throw is taken by, and of all people, it's Scal Lebissier. You know, he breaks both of them, and then Marcus Mor- Markeith, excuse me, Markeith Morris is called for an inexplicable loose ball foul. Mina makes two. So I know us Thunder fans were going, "You got to be kidding me!" Um, I I didn't think the call. At the end of regulation, should have been made. Um, I know I'm a bit of a homer, 
I mean, obviously, this is a Thunder podcast. But, I mean, in that situation, the, the, the call had the loose ball foul and Morris had nothing to do with the play. And, and I was going, come on, guys. Uh, and, um, and then Aminu knocks down both. Westbrook turns it over. Willard misses the heave to, to, to win it in regulation. And the Thunder really controlled it in overtime. Um, they played great. They played hard D. Um, they got stops in overtime, it, and it translated. I mean, the, the Ferguson block is the biggest one to look at, obviously. They're up four, I believe, at the moment. And uh, Lillard, or McCollum has taken a little baby eight-foot jumper in the lane, and, and Ferguson gets up there and blocks him, and Westbrook turns on the Jets, and it's a six-point game. That's a huge play in this game. That was the biggest play of the game, in my opinion. Because um, that... That kind of gave him a little breathing room, and they didn't really look back from there. Uh, Jeremy Grant and one sealed it, um, and there you are outside of Portland. The the players after the game, George said he wasn't going to lose money, but when I talk about the refs, Westbrook said it was a gritty team win. I, I agree. Um, big win for the Thunder in Portland. Uh, the issue was is they had to turn back around. It had to uh, Staples Center tonight in Los Angeles and play a, a streaking Clippers team, a tough Clippers team. Um, and we'll go over that right this second. So, I watched the game. Um, you know, they came out of the game. Danilo Gallinari gives the Thunder all sorts of problems. I mean, I don't know who why it is, but that guy is all year. I mean, comes out he comes out of the gates tonight and 4-4 from the field. I mean, what what is going on with him? Lou Williams was excellent at 40 points. Um yeah, I mean, we we, we get I mean, we get carried away in the officiating. Obviously, that's going to be the story tonight. Um, but the Thunder didn't really play all that well. Uh, Westbrook shot twelve of twenty three from the field, two of nine from three, two of nine from three is an ideal, obviously. But his shooting percentages are last four or five games have been over fifty percent, except for the Memphis game. He didn't play too well, but came up clutch. But the issue is Ferguson was two of nine. Um, George was two, uh, 5 of 16 um, and the so Schroeder so here's some, I, I know people are going to want me to talk about Dennis Schroeder because he's, he's been bad recently I mean there's no way around it he doesn't defend particularly well but you got to put him in the game because his scoring punch he kind of leads that second unit you know Paul George they stagnate they stagnate the minutes um so Westbrook plays pretty much the entire first quarter. Probably sits down with about a minute and a half left, and George plays until the five-minute point. And then uh, Schroeder will come in for either Ferguson or George, play a little bit with Russell. And then when Russell sits down, it's a George and Schroeder show for about five minutes. And, I mean, Dennis Schroeder, you take – I mean, Westbrook and Schroeder both are not particularly great three-point volume three-point shooters. And Schroeder was 2 of 11 from 3. That kills you. We had the lead late in this game, about 4 minutes left, and then the Clippers uh, pulled away. Uh, let's see who killed us over there. I mean, Gallinari was 10 and 19, 34 points, plus 13. I mean, that's that's good. I mean, he was great. He was the best player on the floor all night. Uh, I mean, him and Lou Williams, definitely. I mean, Lou Williams, we had no answer for him. Another big problem I want to talk about with the Thunder in this game is the free throw shooting. It's It's been a problem all year. They shoot 65% at the line. Well, 
yeah, 65% of the line, 7 of 26, 17 of 26. And it doesn't seem to be getting any better. Um, obviously, they practice free throws. Someone said that on Twitter. Does this team even practice free throws? Yeah, every NBA team practices free throws. Um, this is just, I think, the reality of the team. They're not a great free throw shooting team. They actually have been shooting the three a little bit better. Abdul Nader's been shooting to get off the bench. Um, Westbrook's been shooting, you know, he's a volume three-point shooter, and he's been making three or four a night. Uh, George, obviously, is one of the best shooters in the league. Um, but Terrence Ferguson... I'm going to talk about him a little bit. He went two away from three tonight. When he hits threes, it, it engages a new level of Thunder offense because they have so much floor spacing. And Westbrook can get in the lane. they got to reach out on Ferguson. Grant shot 0 of three tonight from three. Um, everyone's got a bad night. He's been really stroking it from downtown, been playing good basketball. Um, so that's okay. Let's talk about the elephant in the room here, the free throw shooting. So Portland shot – or excuse me, the Clippers again, sorry – Shot 46 free throws last night. I thought the refereeing was a difference in the game. Um, obviously, I didn't think the Thunder played particularly great. But Paul George and Russell Westbrook both foul out uh, on t- and ticky-tacky calls. Uh, Westbrook fouls out on the Gallinari. Uh, he, he's, it's a clear block. I mean, he's moving his feet. Westbrook, as you know, is hard-charging towards the rim. And he gets called for the foul. Uh, I didn't like the call. you got to live with it. And then Paul George gets ejected, or not ejected, DQ'd, fouled out because he he kind of does a little arm bar with Patrick Beverly, a little ticky-tack call, and they foul him out. And Paul George, after the game, even said, you know, I'm going to get fined for this. This is this is bull crap. Um, me and Russ are, are going at the rim hard and getting scratched and clawed and beat up, and they're not doing anything about it. And, you know, for the most part, tonight I agree with them. I mean, we were, we were, getting, we were getting call. I mean, we were getting no calls. And, and they were getting everything. I mean, they were in the bonus for the first two quarters within the first three minutes. They shot 46 free throws. That's the difference in the ball game. They made 31. We made 17. We lost by eight points. Um, they shot 40% from the field. I mean, they shot the ball better than we did, definitely. Um, Thunder defense I thought was okay. I mean, Lou Williams had some tough shots. So did Gallinari. Um, Landry Shamit. I mean, he's. A, I think Landry Shamit. I'm going to talk about the Clippers a little bit here. You know, Doc Rivers might be deserving of a coach of the year spot. I mean, this team is gritty. They kind of remind me of those. Uh, um, they don't have as much t- talent as those Memphis teams did. But they kind of remind me of those 2000, 2000, 2000 to 2015 Memphis Grizzlies. Because uh, they're gritty. Uh, Patrick Beverly is obviously a leader defensively. Us Thunder fans know that. Um, Zubac, he's good. I mean, he's he's fine. Montrezl Harrell. Another grit guy. Uh, Lou Williams can light it up. And um, they just play really hard. Th- this this Clippers team is better than they were last year. with, um, And they're somehow better without Tobias Harris. They're, I mean, they're not t- as talented, definitely. Tobias Harris is a legitimate uh, all-star candidate. But they're good. I mean, this is, a, this is not a, a loss that the Thunder will particularly weep on. I mean... That's the second night of a back-to-back. He played in overtime last night. He played hard. Um, those games happen in the NBA. Um, it's just tough. It's tough to win in the NBA uh, consistently on back-to-backs, man, especially on the road. Um, Clippers And the Clippers got the crowd into it in the fourth quarter. Uh, this week for the Thunder, I'll preview the week a little bit. We play Utah at... Um, 
God, what is it called now? It, Vivant Smart Home Arena. <laughs> that, that place is a madhouse. It used to be called Energy Solutions back in the Deer and William days. Um, not a fun place to play. The Thunder have won there once this year. They had that crazy game with the Donovan Mitchell uh, missing the free throw after Westbrook fouled him. Save an easy dunk. And then we played Brooklyn at Wednesday at the peak. And Brooklyn is no, no pushover, no slouch. Uh, D'Angelo Russell is a legitimate most improved player candidate. Um, Karis Levert is good. Um, they got uh, Joe Harris who can stroke it from downtown. So that that's going to be a tough game. I think that's a sleeper game. We have the Pacers on Thursday, another back-to-back. And we're heading to Indiana. And Nate McMillan, to talk about another guy who deserves Coach of the Year uh, credentials. I mean, what a job he's done with them after the depot injury. I mean, they're still a formidable opponent. I mean, they're third in the Eastern Conference right now. Ahead of Philly and ahead of Boston. That that shouldn't be happening for a team who doesn't have a legitimate number one star. They went out and picked up Wesley Matthews. Great pickup by them. Um, and then primetime Saturday night on, um, on ABC, uh, Warriors Thunder. So... Um, you know that's gonna be that's gonna be a a knockdown drag out. Uh, the Warriors obviously cruised last night. I'm telling you, Denver is is really good, but when when Golden State turns it on, they're they kind of do it every once in a while. And you're going, uh oh, here they come. They got up 17 at halftime. I I thought Denver fought okay. Um, but the Warriors have got a big week coming up. They play, I believe, the Rockets and the Thunder. And the Rockets are really looking good right now. I think I'm going to talk a little bit about what I think the playoffs are going to look like. I think the biggest threats of the Warriors are definitely the Thunder and the Rockets. I think Denver, like I said, is, is really good. I think they're just a, a, they don't have enough enough experience yet to really um, to really give the Warriors any scare. But I know anything can happen in the playoffs. I think the Jazz are really scary out for the Thunder. Um, Obviously, we know what happened last year, but um, they're tough out. I mean, obviously, here's the thing about the Jazz, man. They they play really good defense. They're really well coached by Quinn Steiner. I think they're I think they're the third most dangerous team in the West. And then I would go um, Portland, Portland, uh, Denver, Denver more than Portland. I, I think the Thunder would handle Denver or Portland in five or six games. I think they'd go to seven with the Jazz. I think they'd probably go to seven with Houston, depending on who had home court advantage. I think they'd probably push. I mean, but Denver scared me a little bit too for the Thunder. I, I think that Denver could push the Thunder to six or seven. That's not not here or, nor there. Um, I really enjoyed giving you guys a quick recap of this weekend's games. I'll be back to talk about the Utah game and the um, Brooklyn game, obviously. Warriors, uh, Pacers. That's going to be a huge week for Thunder basketball. But I think they're moving in the right direction, and that's the most important thing. Um, but, you know, if you guys have any – reach out to me, have any questions, let me know. Um, I really enjoyed doing this for you, and have a great weekend.